0: For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today we're talking with Barbara Mills, Regents Professor in the School of Anthropology at the U of A with strong ties to our American Indian Studies program. An anthropological archaeologist, Barbara has longstanding standing interest in social relations and patterns of migration of early populations, especially in the American Southwest. And she's now using advanced social network analysis methods to make new discoveries. Welcome, Barbara. Thank you, Leslie. It's great to be here. This sounds like a really exciting new direction for you to be going. You're, just, you're studying the migration patterns of
1: the peoples of, the, of Chaco Canyon? Amongst other areas, but Chaco is one of the pivotal points in the trajectory of Southwestern societies. And so every Southwest archaeologist who works on the Colorado Plateau has something to say about Chaco. (laughs) (laughs) And is there a lot of debate about how they played that role and what the migratory patterns were? Absolutely. And that's what we have been addressing in our research. We've been trying to test models of migration, actually conclusions about migration that people have made, oftentimes without the large-scale databases that we have now under our fingertips. Where is Chaco Canyon? Chaco Canyon is in northwestern New Mexico in the middle, actually at the bottom, of the San Juan Basin. The San Juan River, uh, it flows to the north, but the uh, Chaco Wash that runs through Chaco Canyon then joins the San Juan, which of course joins the Colorado River.
0: Along with pottery analyses, are there other artifacts you're analyzing and, and using for your studies?
1: Yes, we are also using chipped stone, lithic material, that people use to make their projectile points, their scrapers, all the, you know, the really hard tool use that people need to have. And that is also part of our database, as well as architecture. The beauty of pottery, though, is that we can seriate it. We can get down to 50-year periods to be able to do our analyses. And we can only do that by association for the lithic artifacts. And are you looking just at the colors, or are you doing chemical analyses, too,
0: to see uh, that uh, two colors that may look the same really are from the same paint?
1: Well, I have done chemical analysis and mineralogical analysis in the past, and many others, including my colleagues at the, in the School of Anthropology, are doing this as well. But we now have so much information about where different colors of pottery were made, different pastes of those pots can tell us a little bit about where they were made, how they were made, uh, who they might have been made by, and we can then use that assemblage information, the percentages of these different wares, to begin to draw really big patterns across the Southwest. And you can do this in part because
0: you've told me you have over a million pot shirts?
1: Oh, we have several million. I think we have 10 million now in our database, and that is really just the tip of the iceberg. And what are you finding out about the migratory patterns uh, of the Chaco-related populations you've studied? Well, Chaco was a very interesting problem to address because this is an area where you have the greatest degree of hierarchy and centralization anywhere in the southwest before or after. And so many people have heard of Pueblo Benito, the largest structure in Chaco Canyon. That seems to have been the location of where at least one lineage, if not more, became more important than all the others in the canyon and the surrounding area. And when did that happen? That would have happened starting in the AD 800s. And then they continued into the 1100s. But precipitously, they seem to have migrated out. So what we wanted to do was to test hypotheses about who helped found Pueblo Benito and other sites in Chaco Canyon. How did they relate to surrounding areas, particularly the Mesa Verde area to the north, the Chuska Mountains to the west, and the Zuni-Cibola area to the south?
0: Do you think your case study is going to change the way people look at migratory patterns from now
1: on? Well, it's certainly changing the way that many southwestern archaeologists are looking at migration. The techniques can also be used to look at other kinds of questions, though it doesn't have to all be about migration. This sounds like a really
0: exciting new set of avenues to pursue. Thanks very much, Barbara. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. You can hear this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.